Everything you know about health is about to change. Welcome to Straight Talk on Health with Dr. Vincent Medici. Sometimes people suffer, not from lack of faith, but from lack of knowledge. This is the show that changes that. If you are tired of being sick, tired of not getting answers, tired of spinning in circles, for healing is not a mystery. It is a miracle that you were designed to experience. It takes hard work and real knowledge. It takes patience and time. It takes the education this show can provide. So get it straight today. Here's Dr. Medici. Good morning. Welcome to the show. On this fine winter morning, they keep saying it's going to be cloudy, and yet the sun insists on coming through. I love it. How about you? Why do I love it? Well, I have devised a ritual for you, a health ritual for you. You simply must entertain if you can. If you can't, just pretend you did. This is what you do. You water fast. Now, water fasting is easy, and there are nuances to it. So get your favorite YouTube clip on how to do it. It basically means you stop eating and you just drink water. Not so complicated. If it's too much to do, eat a little bit. It's just common sense. It's like anything else. Figure out how to water fast. And water fast anywhere for two to seven days. That's what you got to do first. You got to figure out how to water fast anywhere from two to seven days. Many of you who listen to my show or come to my classes, those of you who are wise enough to do so, you already have a grip on this. Okay, so you know how to water fast, or you're learning how to water fast, and you're water fasting anywhere from two to seven days. Then all you need is a little moxie after that. You get up in the morning, and you do some type of aerobic, cardio-oriented exercise to the best of your capacity, but you have to do it outside. That's the catch. You can't do it in home on your treadmill. You can't do it in your gym you can't do it inside a building, your office. You can't do any of that stuff. You got to go out into nature to do it. And there's tons of nature down here, so there's no excuse for that. You can find a park, a safe place near trees, out in the clean, fresher air, fresher. And you move your body. Better yet, you get a heart rate monitor so you know you're getting your heart rate up there in that 130-plus range. So now you've done a couple of things. You've water fasted and you're used to it. On the day that you actually do this ritual, I don't want you to be water fasting. I want you to have a little more energy. So once you water fast two days, three days, four days, five days, break the fast. That's a whole other thing you have to know how to do, but it's pretty easy. You just start eating light food again. It can be light. You don't sit down to a steak and lobster after you've water fasted for seven days. Uh, kid you not, people have done this. Well, that's why they're so hungry, right? They figure, now I'm going to make up for the seven days I lost. And they go out and they have, you know, steak, lobster, beer, and the whole thing. And that doesn't work because your intestines will twist up and you can actually have a medical emergency. So definitely don't do that. Once again, you can have a medical emergency using a screwdriver, right? 
So it's that thing that says use your brains. You have brains, common sense, just use it. And you'll see you can navigate across the ocean. So there you are. You water fasted two days, three days, four days, five days, seven days. Anything after three is wonderful. And then you break the fast so that day you have a little more energy. Now that you have a little more energy, plus the energy that comes from cleaning out, right? You're doing your version of cardio. You're taking a hike. You're walking up the side of a mountain. You're jogging up a hill, jogging up a trail. You're out there in the kayak, okay? You're doing whatever you do in nature. After you do that for a little while, you stretch it out. You know, limber up your joints, that thing that I always say you have to learn to do. Stretch out those tendons. And after you're on that peak sort of feeling, then I want you to go, and you have to do this before 8.30 in the morning. You got to do it early. So if you're doing this at 7 o'clock, 7.30, 8 o'clock, that's the best time to do it. I want you to go in, you guessed it, to the ocean. And the colder, the better. So it's starting to get colder. There's so many calm days. I was in there three times this week. It's like there's just nothing going on. Don't go out there on a day where there's, you know, big waves and wind and that kind of stuff that you don't want to handle. But a nice day, like today. And find all along the West Coast, actually the West Coast, I mean from Washington down to Baja. Find your favorite place to wade in the ocean, near the rocks. It has to be near the rocks. If it's not near the rocks, you won't transmit the telluric currents. You can't be out there in the middle of the ocean where you're not near rocks. You have to be near rocks. You know, there's a people, there's a reason that all the beautiful pictures of beaches are always near the rocks. Because we know intuitively that that's where the action is. And so do the animals. They know that's where the action is. If you were an animal, wouldn't you want to be hanging out near a rock in case something comes after you? You just dart into the rocks. And if you were a plant, wouldn't you want to like sort of anchor yourself to a rock like the seagrass? It's happening at the rocks. That's where you throw the party, at the rocks. You don't say come to the middle of the beach where there's nothing but sand and water. You say go to the rocks. You see, it's just common sense. So there you are hanging out in a tide pool near the rocks or in some very calm surf near the rocks. And it's early in the morning and you fasted, but you're off your fast. And you've kind of like stretched and done some cardio, so your blood is flowing. And it's about 7 o'clock, 7.30, 8 a.m. in the morning, and now you're in the freezing cold ocean. Now, of course, you don't want to be in the freezing cold ocean, but you've done all your preparatory work. So your body's in a very, very high state of absorbance. And in that it's in a high state of absorbance, you get to absorb as you go into that very cold water. So what do I mean by very cold? 32 degrees like in the Antarctic? No. I mean like 55, 56, 60. Right now, to this morning, the temperature was about 61, give or take a few, a few degrees depending on where you are, how deep you go, and all sorts of stuff like that. 
But once you're in that 60 degree Fahrenheit and below range, and it's about 7, 8 o'clock in the morning, and hopefully the sun is out that day, and you've done everything I've said to do, and you go into that sort of what will feel like very cold water, of course, don't wear this you know rubberized swim concoction, this nonsense that insulates you from the telluric currents. You have to have the water on your skin, and the water has to be connected to the rock, and you have to be near the rock. Then it works. It will electrify the organism. You don't have the bright idea because it's so cold that you have to simply insulate yourself with something that especially is synthetic. All right, you got that. All right, perfect. We know where we are. So, now that we're all prepped up and in this 60 degree, 55 degree water, and at first it's just too darn cold. At some point, if you do this, now I like to stay in the ocean for this, not the tide pool. Because if you're in the ocean near the rock, you can move your body. And part of the joy of all of this is moving your body. But I, you know, accept certain types of people are going to get flipped out because it's the ocean. And that's where, you know, the Loch Ness Monster is and giant you know, sharks and octopuses and squids that will gobble you up and steal you. So you can go to a tide pool. But if you don't have to, it's better to be out there in the water. You don't have to go deep and don't do it when the water looks too rough. There are so many days where the water is like a lake. It's still the ocean, but it's very calm. You're not going to get pulled out. Bring a friend, you know, bring a friend that has a float, that has a float tied to a rock. You know, there's so much you can do in the water. I was watching an Eskimo documentary, like it was from like the 50s or something. And this Eskimo has his gun and he needs to eat. So he shoots the seal. And the seal is way out. This is like up at the Arctic. It's like you don't go in that water. And he takes this rock tied to a rope. And after he shoots the seal, he throws the rock way out past the seal. And he's got this ability such that when he pulls the rock in, it wraps itself around the seal. And then he does it to a bird. And he's teaching his son how to do this. It was absolutely fascinating. The ingenuity of the Eskimo out there living in harmony with nature. Just absolutely beautiful, beautiful stuff. So get used to this. We've got this beautiful coastline, and you, at the moment, are in it, in the water, up to your chest, a little lower, just perusing around, stretching out your limbs, and after you get over the cold shock of it, you will vasodilate. You'll vasodilate. Your centralized arteries will vasodilate, meaning you'll get warm in your core, while your periphery tends to stay colder. And this is actually an endorphin-producing phenomenon. Now, once you do that, you hang out, enjoy it, walk out onto the sand, stretch more. Look at any one of my shows, 243, 244, 
what, I did those about seven or eight years ago. Check out some of those stretches. Those stretches are not the stretches you get in yoga classes for the most part because, well, they just don't understand. You stretch on the beach, then you go in the ocean. Again, the next time you go in the ocean, you're going to feel like it's nothing. You know that feeling. You know that feeling where all of a sudden it doesn't feel cold anymore and you get all stoned. It was cold, now it's not cold. You feel like you're one with the ocean. As a reward, perhaps a seal will pop its head up. Hope that the seal is about 10 to 20 feet away. That way you can see it, but it doesn't get so close that if you're stupid enough to charge it, it freaks out and bites. So hope that you see a seal. It pops up. It's about 10, 15 feet away. It won't pop up five feet from you. If it does, duck. But it won't. It just wants to say hello. But it wants to keep its distance. That's the way nature is. It uses its head. So you're out there, you're having a ball. At some point, you're going to be done. You're done when things normalize. Your body starts to feel like it's got the rhythm of it. That's when I want someone to pick you up in a car or a jet. I want somebody to rush you to a very hot sauna. Now, preferably, it's a Bona sauna. There's a place called the Eye Spa in Irvine. It's a pretty good place. I don't think it's great. I don't find the people particularly friendly there for some reason. But it's a pretty good spa, and it's cheap. It's dirt cheap. It's just a little bit too far away. If you knew somebody there off whatever part of the coastline you're on, I'm talking Seattle, Oregon, Northern California, Mid-Southern Baja, get into a very hot spa, preferably a banya spa, meaning rocks. Okay, heated, it's a dry sauna, heated rocks that, you know, throw the water on. And I want you to stay in that. Really hot, hot spa. And then what I want you to do is do it until you get hungry. And when you get hungry, I want you to eat a really fatty food. A very fatty food. Raw fish is great, like fatty tuna. Get the best. Get the best raw fish that money can buy. Go somewhere where the fish is like primo. Now, you can do an olive pate. You can do coconut cream. If you're up there from the northern latitude, Scandinavia, if you're Aryan from Scandinavia, the dairy fat, the butter, and the cream, I want you to, after the spa, as your hunger starts to come in, now remember, you fasted, and you've broken the fast, so your hunger will be initiated. I want you to suck down a lot of raw fat. You can even do guacamole mixed with olive. You could do nut butters, nut cheeses. Don't do capsules of fat, meaning don't do the oils and capsules bought from some company. And even if they're a good company, it's all rancid stuff. You can't keep fat fresh. You have to basically put it from the source to your mouth. I like a seed cheese press, an, an oil nut press. And on my site, well, not on the site, but my office gives people links to where they can buy one. 
I give that to my patients and students. And you can make your own flax oil. And you can mix your flax oil. You can throw it on to... You can throw flax oil into pateed olives or nut cheeses. And my point to you is you have to have a pure, very, 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 very fresh fat. And you have to wait until when you get out of the sauna, your hunger sets in. Because when you get out of the sauna, guess where you're going? You're on your way back to the ocean. And if I had my way, by then that ocean would be much colder. You're going to go do the same thing in the ocean again. Freeze it on up, and then you're going to go back to the sauna. Now, if you can't get to a sauna, make a sauna. And what do I mean by make a sauna? Guess what? We have portable saunas. We have portable infrared saunas now that you can just throw over your body and connect to some electrical supply in the car. And speaking of which, the car should be a van or an SUV or something converted into a semi-living because, of course, you are a nomad. You are a modern-day techno-nomad cruising all over the world to find these pockets of salvation as the rest of the world eats itself into the rat hole that it's in at Starbucks. So your car is equipped, maybe even with a 220 volt. You don't need that. You just need something you can hook up a supply, a cord to. Take an infrared sauna dome. They sell these all over. Just go online and buy one. And you can throw yourself into that, sweat it up, keep that thing at about 150 degrees, make yourself sweat, then go back from the car, which is parked real close to the ocean, and hop in the ocean again. Now, of course, Madison Avenue will tell you you can replace this ritual with one capsule of some supplement every day. Yeah, I know, and the sky's pink. And Biden didn't steal the election. And COVID's a real threat. And all these other fantasies. If you're listening to the show, I'm Dr. Vincent Medici. I'm telling you, you are drinking the Kool-Aid. If you think these... Passive therapies, these injections people sell online, these supplements, these capsules, these miracle solutions work. If you get to first base, I'm glad for you. You will never give yourself cure. Never. And I don't care how many fake testimonies you put on the air. I'm asking you to wrap yourself around the fact I just gave you a ritual. I could give you ritual after ritual after ritual after ritual. And I can give you ways to measure efficacy so that you just don't go through it. But let me finish the ritual. You see, after you do that, go back into your car with the sauna or have quick access to a more, you know, beautified, larger sauna. Maybe your house is on the beach. Maybe you have a neighbor with a house on the beach. Maybe you're going to do this where a hotel room is on the beach and there's a sauna in there. You figure it out. But as you go back and forth and ingest the raw fat coming off the fast, breaking the fast the day before, say, stretching it out, getting that hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold pumping action happening, 
in the early morning. So the telluric currents are high. At some point, you are going to get stoned. Stoned. And your joint pain's going to go away. And whatever you got going on, it's going to change for the better. And you will have invited into your repertoire of skills another health ritual that really does work. Now, there's lots of these health rituals. And they're all ways to practice laws of natural health. I'll be doing a seminar at one of the local hotels on December 12th. And we're going to be talking about these laws of natural health. There are ways to know whether or not you're progressing. There are rituals that built into the ritual is a way to measure your improvements. For instance, this process is about a fast. Can you fast a day or halfway through the morning without your croissant? You have a panic attack. Can you fast two days straight or by the second day you are so angry, so vile, so filled with rage or sadness or grief or fear that you just about want to pass out or crawl under the covers and not be seen? Can you hit the endorphin point when you fast? You see, that's three ways to measure a fast. When you're in that cold in the morning and it's like really unpleasant and then a few minutes later you're bursting with warmth, does that happen or does it not happen? Do you start feeling warm in your hands even though it's cold in the water? Do you find that when you're on the sand stretching after this interlude in the water or the tide pool do you find that if you're doing this on a cloudy day it seems like a sunny day you see there's hundreds of ways to determine if you're progressing along the way that is the art of health and if you think health is in these shows that just give people these passive solutions and feed their their weakness please think again and again Kind of tongue-in-cheek is my statement. You know, these passive solutions like the supplement or the injection, it's not that that's bad. It's that it makes you think it's the way you get healthy. And that's the problem with it. It's not. And if you watch people who, like, I spent years taking hundreds and thousands of dollars from people, giving them all these therapies on the delusion and the assumption that I would see cure happen, meaning you look at your patient five years later and you go, wow, after all that investment for all these neat therapies and neat diagnostic tools, they have flipped their life around. And I never saw it happen once. So I learned it through experience. I'm not making this up. There are hundreds of laws of natural health. I laid down one for you today. On December 12th, I'm going to do a seminar at one of the hotels. I wasn't going to do it that way, but we kind of like, it worked really good. I only put the word out about a week ago, and I'm going to do more. 
but I need a larger space. One day, December 12th, it's $150. That's a lot of money. You may have to save up for that. Save up for it. What's wrong with you? You're going to spend way more on these bogus supplements and these bogus solutions that aren't going to do that much. Knowledge, my friend. Knowledge. I encourage holistic medicine to give you real workable knowledge. They tend not to do that. I'm talking about functional knowledge, not theoretical knowledge, not explaining concepts, but the how-to of things and then the how-to of how to measure how you are along the way because you don't know. You're just hoping that it'll help your tumor or your congestive heart failure or your autoimmune disease or your diabetes or your chronic relentless low back pain. You're just hoping and you don't know. Well, you will know because I've designed it for you. It's bulletproof. 714-850-1007, I'm Dr. Vincent Benici. And if you're lost in the labyrinth of health and you've tried everything, you're going to spend way more money than it costs to see me once. I promise you. Call that number, come see me, at least come to the seminar. Ta-ta. Okay, that's a wrap. Don't forget to get to Dr. Medici's website at drmedici.com to look at the pictures and review the show as often as you wish. See you next week.